Hello, everyone. Well, four hours of paradise per week seems like way too much time to allow very pretty people to open their hearts to each other. Can I get an amen? Especially when all they do is drink, lift weights, and sleep in day beds until the sun goes down. I'm looking at you, Joe the Grocer. So my mission, and I do choose to accept it, will be to water down all the nonsense into a handful of entertaining storylines you need to know. For example, as someone who weighs 40 pounds, will Demi have the physical strength to shiv someone with her pointy fingernails? Will Victoria P. ever learn James's name, or will she continue to call him Jordan at all of the Bachelor franchise get-togethers? Are we ever going to learn how tall Thomas is? That's a joke. And because watching 240 hours of BIP has a tendency to mess with one's brain, some guy in Austin and I do slide off the rails a few times in this episode. You'll be happy to hear we discuss in links in Sync's Bye 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 video and devote way too much time to practicing our remedial Spanish. You're going to love it. It's muy bien. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 230 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and we're going to miraculously pare down four hours of Bachelor in Paradise into about 30 minutes of things you need to know. How excited are you? I'm really, really excited. I do want to talk about the uh, the tongue thing. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> Ooh. That's what we call a teaser, people. <laughs> <laughs> and the, really, honestly, the tongue thing. Yeah, it's it's uh, considering the context of Bachelor in Paradise. It, it's <laughs> we not, could go in so many directions. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely not what people are thinking. <laughs> That's great. Well, I have I've pared it down to five things that I think we need to talk about that are going to be. What you need to know. Everything else is kind of boring. Are you ready for topic number one? I am, for sure. Okay, let's talk about Demi. Just Demi. She arrives on the beach. She has a date card, and she knows that she is Miss It, and she's the best, and she's the cream of the crop, and everybody's going to love her. And she picks Brendan, our turtleneck friend, to go out on a date with. Why don't you tell everybody what happens on that date? Uh, they have a great time uh, riding uh, jet skis. Um, she's 40 pounds. <laughs> um, he doesn't have his turtleneck. They seem to have a great time. And then he, out of nowhere, just says, hey, um, this has been great, but I want to leave all my options open. Mm. Now, I couldn't figure out if that's because he likes what's-her-face? Natasha. Uh, Natasha, or that he is he's going all Blake Horstat and he's just going to take a shot at everything that comes downstairs. What I believe is going on, it first of all, Demi did not like that answer, and she's very mad because I'm not sure if she's experienced rejection. Um, if she has, it's resulted in a tantrum like the one she <laughs> thought to contain poorly. 
um, when, when that happened. Here's- she, it wasn't just there. Like as soon as she got back to the hut or Palapa or whatever, <laughs> she just started, you know, I can't believe he did this. And I'm very, very, I'm special. And I'm mm. whatever she said. Mm. Yeah. She's very unhappy with Brendan's complete rejection of her in the nicest way possible. Also, I have to point out real quick before I forget, did you see that he had a turtleneck, a short sleeve turtleneck on at the rose ceremony? Um, I hate to say it, but I told you. I know you did. Check the tape. <laughs> Check the tape. I said <laughs> you should not count out the turtleneck. Um, I think it was Stephanie who said, oh my gosh, Brennan has on a turtleneck. And I said, is it mesh? I wanted it to be mesh so bad because that's what you said it would be. But, you know, it was, it, ugh, it, it, he looked hot, but that in a, in a temperature way. He's also Listen, hot in a, in a, signature look is a signature look. Let's see. It, it's a signature look. We still haven't seen the pantsuit from his, wait, did Yesenia wear pants? No, Yesenia didn't, but what, the, I can't remember her, the other, uh, um, who's the other one in red? She, she wore a red pantsuit and mounted, um, <laughs> One of the dudes on the on the day bed, remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who was it? Anyway, somebody had one on. Maybe it was Tammy? Tammy, that is it. That okay. is correct. All right. Anyway, so they get back from their date, and we have this wonderful little game of telephone where someone says, hey, I heard that Brendan and Piper are talking to each other. And then that turned into a whole thing where they were practically dating and about to get engaged. So when Brendan gets back to the beach, he has to talk to both Natasha about this whole Piper thing and Demi about this whole Piper thing. Because by then all the women on the beach are saying, well, if you're so into Piper and you like her, why did you come to paradise in the first place? Why wouldn't you just explore that on your own time? What I think is going to happen is that he's wanting Piper to come to paradise so they can essentially have a two week vacation together. Right. I guess it's become pretty apparent that, Remember last year how they used to sort of like hide the fact that Blake slept with everybody and then they'd just yeah. surprise him with one person at a time? Yeah. Now it's no secret. Yeah. Clearly all of these people have hung out and a lot of them have slept together before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm getting I'm getting a um, the impression that that's, that's a prerequisite to casting. <laughs> Is that you've got to put your name on the Bachelorette sleep with tree <laughs> in his office. And then he makes decisions based on that tree. Well, you know, it's like a whiteboard with you know, or like one of those like like you'd see in like SVU where they got the, the yarn. Okay, <laughs> they probably do have to do that for COVID reasons. Yeah, I mean, it's their own their own uh, what do they call it tracing skip tracing. <laughs> Mm, that's true. Well, it's it's interesting about how Natasha at the end of Tuesday night's episode mentioned to people that Brendan had not kissed her yet. So I just think Brendan is hunting a rose, which is a new phrase that we yes. have this season. He's hunting a rose. He's trying to stay on the beach until Piper comes, I think. And maybe Piper never comes. I have no idea if she comes or not. But I think he's hopeful of that, which brings me to your point, too. Wouldn't they all know who's coming? 
Yeah, I mean, so they have to quarantine, right, for whatever, two weeks or ten days, or maybe they show vac status. And I guarantee there's got to be some kind of quarantine. So this is what's what's weird to me is because I think, like, what's-her-face, uh, Joe's ex-girlfriend has to be at the yeah. the Palapa, the, the green Palapa or whatever they call it, the green room, <laughs> the Palapa de Verde or something, waiting nice. to come down. <laughs> Do the red Palapa. The red palapa, sure. <laughs> no, I want you to say in Spanish. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, palapa roja. <laughs> now yellow. <laughs> Parap, palap, <laughs> palapa amarillo. Do orange. Uh, what is orange in Spanish? I don't know orange in Spanish. Anaranjada. Right? No, no, that is a that is an East Texas pronunciation. <laughs> Naranjo, but that's the fruit, though. I guess you could still say that's the maybe that's also the color. I'm a little rusty. I don't know. Blue, azul, azul. palapa azul, white, palapa blanca, black, palapa negra. <laughs> I am muy bien, muy bien. I don't know how to say some guy in Austin in Spanish. Yeah, un hombre de Austin. <laughs> Dude, we are going international this episode. See, see, see. You know, I almost minored in Spanish. Is that right? That is right. And then you had to read literary works like the Odyssey in Spanish, and then write a essay in Spanish on that. And I went, mm, I'm going to. That's out. hard to read in English. No joke. Number two, this is the one I know you're going to be excited to talk about because we've visited back and forth about this. I'm going to say uh, Victoria, not the queen, the other one, Victoria and James slash Jordan, depending, slash on who, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Let everybody know what happened here. Well, so we've talked about kind of what a, what a lunky, like harmless, you know, kind of meatheady guy James is. Seems mm-hmm. nice enough, but he doesn't seem too bright. And he doesn't seem too um, uh, dynamic, but he's a nice enough guy. And I guess because of the rose hunting, mm-hmm. by the way, capital R, capital H, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. proper, noun, proper uh, set of nouns now. Um, Victoria, is it P? Is that her last yes. initial? very good. I do not remember who she was, um, mm-hmm. but she was on somebody's season. And she, I, do, I did recall, because she was kind of flighty. Yes, and she decides to go rose hunting because poor James and his unmovable hair um, has no body to um, make out within the one of the multicolored palapas. Right, right, and so she decides. Well, I'm getting a rose, and she goes over and pretends like she likes him to the point where they actually do some making out, and then in her in the moment, <laughs> in the moment. She proceeds to refer to him a lot as Jordan. <laughs> but you know what's really funny about that? Hmm. If you look at James, he looks like Jordan the model yeah, on does. steroids. <laughs> He's like twice the size of Jordan the model, but he looks familiar enough <laughs> to where you know that's what she's thinking. And she still says it. And then yeah. you could, I could just see off camera someone reminding her that that's not his yeah. name. James. 
It's Jane. She actually catches herself and admits that even though she was, quote, vibing with him, which Mm. I think we need to redefine if that's the case, (laughs) she still doesn't remember his name. And we're not talking this one instance. She was in the talking head confessional time. Yeah. Three or four times with different outfits on that she's calling him. She's either calling him Jordan or she can't even recall a name. And then Tammy, the level-headed, sober Asian girl. She's the Asian one with the pantsuit, right? Yes. Okay. She mounted Aaron, right? Yes. Okay. She's like super level-headed and you could tell she doesn't like drink a ton because she's always like mildly annoyed, but she's got her head on straight. (laughs) You remember when we were sitting there eating breakfast and Victoria P is talking about how she's vibing with so-and-so and Tammy's like eating a piece of fruit and, and she goes, you know, his name's James, right? <laughs> totally. Totally. Even she, yeah, even she was annoyed. But yeah, I just, I think I said to you, that's what happens when you mix too much booze with Xanax or whatever, because she she mentioned her therapy a bunch of times. She went into her breathing exercises mm-hmm. when she got attacked. She had an energy healer. Quote. She talked about her energy, energy healer. Her energy healer, yeah. So uh, my suspicion is she's probably on Xanax, Adderall, and some other antidepressant. Take your pick. She probably shouldn't be drinking when she's in paradise, dehydrated in 95-degree heat. Perfect. I think that's the perfect storm. You're right. And you mentioned, quote-unquote, attacked. What that means is that Tammy and Kelsey decided, you know what, a day later, hey, I just think that James needs to know that you Victoria, don't know his name. <laughs> that Victoria P has a country music artist boyfriend in Nashville. Have you done any Googling? No, I haven't. Have you? Do you know who it is? Oh, is it Chase Rice? No, that is a valid guess, though. Who is it? It is the uh, dog food jingle guy. No, it is not. You are not telling me the truth right now. Somebody texted me. I'll send it to you. No. Jed, is that his name? Jed? Yeah, remember that, Chach? Of course I do. Um, Let's take a moment and play the dog food jingle so everyone can enjoy it. Rain or shine. Kind of love like nothing you've seen before. Your dog really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better ball. <laughs> I mean, who knows how much money he got paid for that, but. A <laughs> I mean, hundred bucks yeah. right there. Yeah, it Worth least. it. I would not think that. I thought, I thought they meant, uh, he meant a real one. Well, aspiring is the key word there. I guess so. Yeah, hey, uh, if, if you you also, would you share with the people, I actually invited you to go see a show with me the other day. Um, <laughs> would you share with the people what show I invited you to? Yes. First of all, it was Pitbull, and I can't go to that one. Second of all, it was He Who Must Not Be Named, because I, mm-hmm. I don't like to say his name on the air, but you can. I won't. I was rather shocked to see that he was playing a gig in, um, in a college town just south of here. <laughs> Uh, and you you texted back, you should totally go. Uh, you should. Yeah. And I said, no. You must. You must for the listeners. Now, more than a mile from my house, I'm not going to go see Wes Hayden. <laughs> um, but anyway. So I yes. went for you to the furniture store place oh, to get did. your autograph for him, from him. Listen, I gave you those tickets for your birthday. 
<laughs> he was playing in the Lazy Boy section. Well, the acoustics are probably best for <laughs> the furniture store. <laughs> anyway, Tammy and Kelsey are very upset that Victoria is just sniffing around James Jordan because she has a boyfriend and she's not there for the right reasons. And so they go tell him and then he talks to Victoria and says, hey, is this true? And he simply says, hey, Kelsey and Tammy told me this. Is this true? And she's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Please step back for me. Let's take a breather. Stop attacking me. And he's saying, I'm the just speaking part, normally to you. He was looking at her like, what are you talking about? And <sighs> I think for the first time in Bachelorette history, the guy actually had a point. He was completely <laughs> non-confrontational. <laughs> and he just said, hey, this is what I'm hearing. Would you verify it? And she lost it. She did. And As- then I think she went to Kelsey and Tammy mm-hmm. and confronted them about it and even they were like look we're just repeating what you told us yeah she was very upset because she stopped i mean she dated this guy and stopped dating him right before paradise because he wanted her to go in with an open heart yeah come well, on and then the, the the other um the i think it was i can't remember if it was aaron or noah or somebody when they did a one-off and they said did you know that victoria p has a boyfriend and one of them said yeah, I heard she banged him last Thursday. <laughs> Which you gotta wonder how that came up. Are we still saying bang? I know. Yeah, apparently. But the other thing, oh, I am. That, there's only one person on that entire uh, peninsula who could verify or volunteer that information, and it's Victoria. So. She must have told somebody. <laughs> she went up to Kelsey and Tammy, and this is how she started the conversation. Are we friends? I thought we were friends. Are we friends? And Tammy goes, I call my friends out on their BS. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so crazy. So Victoria goes and cries in the jungle for a little bit and then comes back and asks James to sit with her, and she just decides that it's best for everyone if she – takes what she's learned from this 36 hour experience and grows from it. Well, right. And and she was, she was being honest with him, which he could really have, have not cared less. about. <laughs> and the best part was the juxtaposition of her in the limo going, I know he cared about me. And then it flashed to him. He's like, I'm glad that's over. I felt sorry for James because I do think he, he's sort of like a whale shark, you know. He's like big and intimidating, but he's really harmless. <laughs> and I want him to find love. Oh, good. I'm, I'm so I'll, glad. I'll, I'll just put that out there. I really want James and his immovable hair to find love. <laughs> well, Demi zeroed in on him the second that Victoria left, and he ended up giving giving Demi his rose. I, I think in a friendship way, even though she promised him that they could go to the Boom Boom Room if he did give her his rose. Demi, here's the oh, irony, is Other people are being accused of being manipulative, um, she's got that down to an art. Um, and you sort of alluded to this when she dated, dated, when she went on a date with Brendan, she tried everything she could to rope him into a rose. And when she found out she wasn't getting one, when it didn't work, she was extremely upset. Yep. Mm. Let's talk about my topic. Number three. Oh, we're moving on. Okay. We are. We're moving on. Lance Bass as our new host. <laughs> 
Yeah, he brought a good energy. I thought I he was—he wasn't as um, he's definitely not as funny um, as as David Spade. By the way, that the end of episode one where Spade is headed to the airport in the in the limo was super funny. Yeah, he's still funny. I mean, regardless of what you thought of his hosting ability, he's still a funny person. Um, my favorite was uh, I can't I can't wait to see these people on cameo and they'll pay me nine bucks to tell me happy birthday. <laughs> And that at the end he says bye bye. Yeah, well, and yeah, he didn't even stick around. They had to, they had to toss the conch shell to Wells to host the. I know. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> no, I, that was a little inconsiderate. But Lance Bass, I thought, brought a good energy. He seems like a super fun guy to yeah. be around. He also seems like he knows what's going on and is invested in the show and is sort of. He wants to get with the girls and drink mimosas and say, all right, who's who's dating who? What's going on? What do we know? He seems to be down there to have fun just as much as he does to you know meet his hosting duties. So, yeah, I always – I'll tell you, in sync, I always liked Lance Bass, you know. I uh-huh. just – I thought he was uh, – he seemed, always seemed like a, a nice guy that everybody liked, you know. we They have this boom box – in the yep. gathering palapa and they yeah, by the way that was like uh, straight out of 1980 oh yeah it was and amy who watches with me says there's no cassette tape in that because <laughs> yeah, she no. could see and they hit the play button and then the you know the sound system comes on and it's the instinct song it's going to be me which i'm sure my first reaction would have been ah, justin timberlake is he coming um, but it wasn't, it was Lance Bass. Who's, who's great, by the way. I thought he did a, a great job, but they played the song. It's going to be me. And my favorite part of that whole segment was how it kind of shifted from cast member to cast members. They were singing that song. I was impressed by how many people knew that song because these kids were, you know, born in 2000. I still think of NSYNC as a boy band, even though, you know, they all have kids now. Lance Bass is married justin timberlake is married with kids um joey fatone has done like 100 different things but um who's I the other one who are the other two uh chris Car- chris carmichael is that his no. last name maybe kirkpatrick kirkpatrick chris kirkpatrick and then uh i don't remember the other guy oh, jt jc jc is he a backstreet boy no jc chaze oh yeah okay um, God, I can't believe that's taking up space in my brain. I love that it took up space in your brain because my next question is, sing an NSYNC song. Um, no. But I'll, I'll, you want to hear a funny story about the an NSYNC song? Sure. So for a uh, my 30th birthday, me and about 25 friends, you know, I have a twin brother. And so we, we, we all, we rented out this... Um, this dude ranch in Bandera, Texas. And we had what was called the dude ranch decathlon. It was like 10 events, like, you know, chug a beer and, you know, do the, the baseball bat thing. It was kind of like a bachelor obstacle course. Okay. And, um, there were prizes at the end and, and for winning events. And the prize I won was, do you remember Darren's dance moves? Do you remember that videotape? No. So he was a choreographer that did NSYNC's Bye 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 video. Uh-uh. He had a, it's called Darren's Dance Move, and it was a it was an instructional video on how to dance. And that was one of the prizes. And so picture 25 people who have been drinking all day. You know, around 10 o'clock, somebody says, hey, let's pop in the Darren's Dance Moves. 
and me and 25 of my drunk friends learned the bye 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 dance eight count by eight count for the next two or three hours can you do it some of it still yeah it's still in my brain and um yeah so you do that fist pump thing yeah and then and then a little like turkey thing where you go bye 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 yeah i could do that too just sing, just sing a little bit of it. Just hit me with the truth. That's all I know. I, I can sing along with it. Where are you more than welcome? I don't know. I don't know the words. You do too. Here, can we change the subject? Because I don't want to sing. I have to tell you though, I do. I did not prefer Lance Bass's frosted hair. I didn't either. It was like seafoam green. I didn't like yeah, that. Didn't, didn't like the frosted tips. Whenever it's uh, seafoam green in a tropical setting, it makes me feel like you have green hair from the swimming pool. Yeah, or it just it was. Yeah, it had some kind of weird tint to it, mm-hmm. and you know, something tells me. I know. I know Lance Bass doesn't have Justin Timberlake money, but Lance Bass has got plenty of money. He can afford a hairstylist. Yeah, he did it on purpose. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, my number three topic, I'm here for Lance Bass. I thought he's great. My number four topic is Thomas. Hey, do you know how tall he is? That was weird, wasn't it? But I, I, I will tell you, I have one of my closest friends is 6'7". <laughs> and I've never, and I, and I mean this, never been anywhere with him in public where somebody didn't ask him how tall he was. Yeah. So I think it's just a thing when you're that... Well, I think it's that, and it's probably also him, because you saw him do it three or four times last night, where he's going to the day bed out with a little roof over it, and he says, oh, you're going to have to help me remember. I need to bend down before I get into these. It's right at my nose. How tall are you? Six, six. Let me ask you this. Hmm. Chotch or just misunderstood? Chotch. I don't know. Yes. Yes. You and Amy are the only two people who think he's great and misunderstood. No, no, no. I'm going to split the difference. Mm -hmm. I I think think he's not as chotchy as they've given him, as they've assigned to him. Mm. I just think he's one of the, I think he's um, like Demi, who has probably kind of gets whatever he wants because he's so handsome. And it's just not working out for him in this scenario. I think he'd probably be great as a bachelor because he doesn't have any guys around him. Yeah, that's probably a good observation. Um, I will give you $100 if you can tell me what was tattooed on his yeah. back slash side. Mm-hmm. It's William Shakespeare sonnet? Nope. No. <laughs> you know? It's horrible. Well, I know because I was curious and I stopped freaking TV. <laughs> okay, tell me. And, and and let me just preface this by saying I, I wasn't like, oh, look how handsome he is. Let me see what he's got tattooed. It wasn't like that. I was like, what does this idiot have on his back? <laughs> I have it on in my notes, but you know the answer. What is it? Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Oh, I wanted it, it to be better than that. It's like, yeah, well. Well, well it's in 26 font. It is huge. <laughs> he's 6'6". Six, six. He's a big guy. I guess so. Let me ask you this. What is, what 
what tattoo is too big? Did you think that was, I mean, it was big enough for you to pause on your TV and see. You remember how in Brad Womack's second season, Brad 2.0, he had a huge cross on his back whenever he was washing himself in the shower or something and we get that gratuitous shot and we were all like, what? Because he didn't have that the first go around. What's too big? Um, that. That's definitely too big. Um, I would, anything you can't hide with regular clothing is, is I think is a mistake, number one. And number two, I think it just depends on what you do. I mean, if, if you're a, a professional wrestler or you're the rock, knock yourself out, you mm-hmm. know, but, um, you know, if you're me and you're going into court, you know, I don't want no regrets on my neck or something, you know? <laughs> and I don't want a little twirly thing between my boobs like Tajwan. <laughs> maybe a dolphin on your hip. Or a chicken on my bicep like Connor. Is that what he has? That's what he has. A wow. cartoon looking chicken. Mm. Wow. Anyway, Thomas comes onto the beach Everyone from Katie's season is ticked off in a way that it felt like they didn't know that Thomas was going to be in paradise. So that's where I kind of get confused. But he comes in and he talks to all the women. He takes them off. He wants to visit and everything. And he ends up saying, I want to take Serena on my date, which sends Joe the grocer into a spiraling abyss of darkness. And he just gets sad for the rest of the day. I think his head has poked out of the abyss, but his entire body has never been removed from the abyss. I think he's just one step away from that. Gotcha. He's upset about Kendall. He's upset Mm. because he's 35 and he's agreed to this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, but those are probably equally weighing on him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he gets very upset. Serena does a very nice thing and comes up to him and says, hey, he asked me out. I'm going to go. Just going to keep my uh, options open, which again, like you said, that was Kendall's exact reason for going off with that Fabio guy during their season, however many years ago. But they end up, you know, riding water stuff and doing the things and, oh, we're going to sit on the beach and have a picnic. And then she says, which she should have, hey, a lot of the guys in your season seem to have a problem with you. What's that about? And then he proceeds to tell her what's wrong with all of the guys. And that turns her off. So later when they come back from the date, she tells Joe, I told Thomas that he needs to pursue other relationships. Did you expect that? For her to go back to Joe, you mean? Yes. Sort of. Okay. Because I think she likes him. And I thought the fact that she came over and um, talk to him was classy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very impressed. And this is, this is where the 35 comes in. I think where he, he said, I don't like it, but I appreciate you coming and talking to me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to going. That's the mature response to that. And I think, you know, she's got to walk away from that and think, wow, you know, that's, he didn't get angry or react. And that's, I think that, that earned him some points. I think too, when you hear, 16 people tell you what a chotch you're about to go on a date. I think your heart is up. Yeah, I agree. And hers was, and she was kind of had a bad taste in her mouth. And so at this point, this is where things get interesting. Thomas realizes, all right, Serena doesn't like me. That's fine. For some reason, Carl, who had earlier been doing karate kid moves on the beach, including sweep the leg, Johnny. Super weird. He did that at the mansion, remember? Yes. Super, super weird. 
Carl grabs Thomas and drags him over to the bed so he can talk to Trey and Connor and James and Aaron. They can all have a little visit. And at the time, it felt very much like a healthy, wow, I can't believe this is happening on the beach where Thomas says, I lied to you. I manipulated you. I was terrible to you. I want to apologize for everything. Can we put it all behind us? And they say, yeah, sure, that's fine. And, you know, Aaron, of course, is, I'm going to have to have some days to think about it, but okay. So Trey's being very kind and says, you know what? Benefit of the doubt, I'm going to give you some grace. That's awesome. And so we all think, yay, this isn't going to be a thing anymore. Well, no, because then Serena starts telling everybody what Thomas said on the beach about how Trey is emotionally immature, and then, of course, everybody has to go tell Trey that Thomas said you were emotionally immature 12 hours ago. And so they're mad at him again. Don't you, so, look, this is, where I, this is where I struggle with Thomas. I think the guys are jealous of him because he's big and ripped and intimidating and good looking. And I do think there's some merit to what he said. Trey has not shown himself to be um, as... Um, what's the word I'm looking for as uh, self-controlled as Thomas has. So there's merit to that. Hmm. And he did apologize. Yeah. And so why is he a chotch? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like the guy. I don't, there's no, there, he's, there's something, there's okay. some sort of manipulative vein through Thomas where he just I thinks. I agree with that. I just did, but I do think that if he could turn the tide and be, I think he's just doing it so all of the guys quit bad-mouthing him on the beach to all of the girls. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I think is happening, my personal opinion. The next thing I want to talk about, my last topic, is Riley shows up on the beach. If you don't remember Riley, how could you forget his big, huge, muscly arms? He was on Katie's season. Really sweet guy, lawyer. He comes down the steps and Tajwan is speechless. She starts to hyperventilate, have a little bit of a panic attack in a good way because she tells the camera, which is something that you alluded to at the beginning of the show. The only person I put on my form who I wanted to see in paradise was Riley. So they clearly ask them, you know, who do you like? Who would you like to see? What's the deal here? And she is just hyperventilating thinking this is the best thing ever riley takes all the girls and wants to talk he finally gets to tajwan and she straight up tells him i came here for you i want it to be you i want to go out on a date with you i don't care about anybody else but you and he picks marissa to go out on a date and she gets upset i i gotta get so i like tajwan Mm -hmm. um but i don't think i'll give her credit because she was adamant Yes. I mean, she said, I, I was hoping it was you that was going to walk down the stairs. You're the only person I wanted to meet. And poor Trey's over there looking like, hey, uh, I don't think she yeah. likes me. Yeah, excuse you know? me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, that's how paradise works. I just remember, remember Riley was nice enough, but he was sort of a little intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the guy. Interesting. I, uh, Laura didn't like him either. I don't think I didn't have any, I don't have any qualms about him whatsoever. I did find it interesting though, that Marissa, who is currently, well, not currently, but was with Connor the cat, they had coupled up. She 
was the, when they were talking on one and one did you hear this or did you not? Because we were too lazy to rewind it back. Did she say she'd never received a rose before because she was knocked off night one of Peter the pilot season? But then she said, I've never even been on a real date before. Uh, yeah, but was that, in the, that wasn't in the context of The Bachelor, right? Right. Yeah, I don't understand what that meant. Okay, yes, I but she did it. say it because because Stephanie kept saying she couldn't have said it based on what was happening later on in their date. And, I, and then we just realized, well, you know, definition yeah. of date to some is not the definition of a date to others. And yep. you can do all sorts of things in the back of a car, I guess, or an alcove. <laughs> <laughs> but... Or a peninsula. Peninsula, whatever the case may be. But Marissa has this fabulous fro hair that I love. Curly, curly, curly. But then she shows up for this date with this slicked back with a ponytail because everybody kept going, who's that? Who's that? I kept going, that's Marissa. No, didn't look the same. And I'm telling you, Riley walked by her and then had to turn around wondering why this hot girl was all dressed up and then realized, oh my gosh, that's Marissa. Because... She had this long hairpiece in, slicked back hair. She essentially wore booty shorts and a swimsuit cover-up without a swimsuit top under yeah. it. It was a little um, weird. And I then think. tell them what they did. Tell the listener what they did for their date. Well, the the, the dinner date was... Yeah, the um, dinner part of their date. <laughs> like pig snouts. Uh, chicken feet. Chicken feet. Tongue. Mm. I would have been pissed. Me too. Um, and and uh, Lance Bass had to go there and deliver it. You know that wasn't Lance Bass's doing. Lance Bass is no. way too nice to do something like that. Right. And it was a weird answer this question. And if you don't want to answer it, you have to take a bite out of a pig tongue. Why wouldn't you just answer all the questions? You wouldn't have to yeah. eat any of that. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I forgot to mention earlier was was when all that was going on, they, they go to... Um, Kenny, you know, the, the, the DJ uh, mm-hmm. that actually did credit Lance Bass for his boy band management career. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best part was under his deal, it says Kenny. And then, you know, over on the right hand side of the screen says 40. And then under it says 40 year old. That <laughs> 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 made me laugh. <laughs> on one of Thomas's, it said 6'6 um, six, six. <laughs> under his name. <laughs> Okay, so here they are. They have all the sexual chemistry during their disgusting date. And it turns out they reveal some things that help each other understand that they are on the same page and vibing, if you will, for him to be able to say, hey, let's go. And then he pushes her against a wall in an alcove and they make out. The sad part about all of this is the entire time Riley has Marissa up against a wall, making out, and then walking back into the place and then going to the boom boom room that we see now has cameras. And we kept going, how can they have cameras? And it's clearly for lawsuit reasons. But anyway, so they are there. I guess I'm assuming they're the first ones to utilize that space. But the entire time they keep cutting back to Connor, who's on his ukulele, writing songs about marissa yeah while your um while your preferred uh lady friend is out on a date with another guy 
and there's a camera on you, I think you take the grocery Joe um, route. Yeah. It's much less humiliating than what Connor did to himself there. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I might have, you know, if that were, if I were on Paradise and Connor were doing that, I might have tapped the guy on the shoulder and been like, look, dude, you know, you got to put the ukulele down. <laughs> Just try to help him out a bit. You right. Know? Well, <laughs> and even, even Yesenia tried to, Tell him, hey, she's over there right now waiting for Riley to show up. You just should go over there and tell her how pretty she looks and then let her know, hey, I, you know, I, I still like you and I think it's great and, you know, have fun, but I'm going to be here when you get back. And he totally botched that as well. Yeah. Um, are we going to talk about how upset Taj was? She didn't get asked on a date. Yeah, she was very, very, very upset. Which, um, of course, made Trey, like you said, say, wait, what, huh? Yeah, um, she really wanted Riley, and um, she settled for Trey. And if let's just assume they're still together after this, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, that that um, They're probably having a different conversation today than they did on the beach. Yeah. They're about to have a rose ceremony. So who is going to give... Or do you think Thomas gets a rose? He does get a rose because we see him in the previews with Becca. He's got to stick around. So do you Um, think Demi gives him her rose? I don't know. Maybe maybe Serena has a change of heart. Who knows? Mm, No, because Joe has to stay around because we see him with Kendall. You yeah. got to do the sleuthing part of this. I don't know, man. I haven't thought this through. <laughs> Sing another in sync song. <laughs> other, I already know what the outro is going to be. It's going to be bye bye bye. You don't perfect. know things. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening, and thank you to some guy in Austin for suffering through four hours of debauchery just to join me on this podcast. That's a true friend, y'all. A big congrats to Amy Cooper for winning our Bachelorette Bracket with last night's game. Amy, be on the lookout for some wonderful prizes coming your way. Also, we have a BIP 2021 Spotify playlist that will accompany each week's recap. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Trust me when I say it's delightfully random. You're going to love it. If you'd like to read a week two recap of Bachelor in Paradise 2021, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Also, subscribing helps. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. I hate it for you.